Super Talk Mississippi media production. Reminding you why the Mississippi Gulf Coast is such a great place to live, work, and play. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have John McFarland, the executive director for the Southeast Chapter of the American Red Cross here in the coastal Mississippi. John's been involved in the Red Cross how many years, John? This is my 46th. Wow. Uh, you don't look 90. days <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> anyway, man, Coast has really benefited from your leadership all these years. Hey, before we shift gears off COVID for a second, um, I want to make sure, do you have anything else you want to mention specific to the COVID situation? Uh, two things real quickly. And, and, and uh, you know, a couple of months ago, the Red Cross was uh, – designated the lead on a program by the Food and Drug Administration to collect what's called convalescent plasma. And this is not the first time it's been done, but the theory here is that people who have had a virus and survived it, have have recovered, means that their body's internal uh, immune system has developed the antibodies needed to attack that virus. And so the, 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 the theory was to take plasma from confirmed, recovered, Uh, coronavirus victims and then transfuse that plasma into the worst suffering uh, uh, patients whose bodies are not able to generate the antibodies and it works and so uh, the Food and Drug Administration uh, uh, designated the Red Cross to lead on that. It's been going on now for several weeks. We've collected thousands of of, uh, units of convalescent plasma and it goes, as I said, to patients who, who are suffering and not responding to it. And uh, it's, it's not a cure. It's not a vaccine. It's not going to prevent it. But it's been proven very, very successful for people who simply were not responding to any treatment. And it allowed the, the, the uh, antibodies that came from a donor, uh, allowed them to start building the antibodies in their own system and fighting it off. And that's a, that's a significant Thing and until we have a, a vaccine and until we have a, a cure, uh, that's going to help a lot of people. Um, and so we continue to encourage people who are confirmed uh, um, uh, confirmed coronavirus uh, uh, victims who have recovered uh, to apply. They can go to redcross.org and there's an opportunity there to apply to donate their plasma for that. Not everybody's going to qualify, but that's helpful. The other thing is that starting this uh, last week, uh, the Red Cross is now testing for uh, COVID antibodies on, t- on all blood that's collected. So, you know, for example, today we're in Pastor Christian with a blood drive, which we can talk about later. But everybody who donates, one of the additional tests that will now be made on their blood is to see if they have the COVID antibody in it. Uh, again, it's not 100% uh, accurate, but it's, it it's, would be very accurate, and it will tell them if they probably have been exposed to it. Because if they've got the antibodies, then their their system was fighting something. And, and in this case, it's an antibody specific to COVID-19. Um, so that, that will help them and uh, public health officials learn a little bit more about how much exposure there has been. There's a lot of people that get exposed to it. You know, you have a headache for a couple of days or a cough or a fever or something, and you write it off to sinus or flu or something else. But 
probably a lot more people have had a touch of it than, than know it. Yeah, so it, kind of my immediate observation about that, uh, what a great incentive to give blood. Exactly. I, I'm sure some people are very curious if they've had it yes. and just were either asymptomatic or had, you know, mild symptoms. And are you able to see that data? You started this last week, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it, it'll be a little while before we, we get it. it. It just started across the country last week. But mm-hmm. going back to something you said earlier, not only does it tell you that, yeah, you were actually exposed, but you need to remind, remember that you have been around a lot of other people since then. And so because you were exposed, you were also contagious. And as you said, you know, your grandmother or your parents or your family members, your coworkers, people that you've been around, uh, uh, you may have exposed them as well. Wow, that's so interesting. So <clears throat> congratulations to the Red Cross for starting that program. I think people will be interested to hear that they can get blood and also be tested for the antibody. What great information to be able to provide to them. And it will also enable you to, once you know that antibody's present, then you, present, then you can do you can take their plasma the same way we just talked about in that first segment uh, as an opportunity to get to get plasma that has the antibody present. Yeah. That could help people. Yeah. So, John, b- before we move to collecting blood, the, the status of the blood supply in coastal Mississippi and across the country, what's the latest on the tornadoes, the Easter tornadoes? Yeah, you know, we, as you know, we had uh, three sets of them, actually, Easter Sunday, the following Sunday, and then that Wednesday. And... Uh, in Mississippi and Alabama, there were 1,267 homes that were either destroyed or had major damage, a total of almost 2,500 that were impacted. And it was about half and half. Uh, Mississippi had a little bit more than half of the total. But it was a bad series. And it, this was our first one to, uh, to operation to new under the COVID environment. And as I said, we, we did not open shelters. We had, prior to the tornadoes coming, we had uh, uh, worked with a number of hotel chains to uh, see who would guarantee us a block of rooms should we need them, uh, who would work within the rate structure that we, we were willing to pay. And so we had 63 hotels in Mississippi and Alabama that were housing uh, uh, patients. It, it meant that they. Uh, we also had to feed them, and we can talk more about this when we come back. But it, it, yeah. it, it was a good practice. Well, that's that's good, and I I know that um, you know most people are not aware that there were some record breaking tornadoes there, oh, so very big impact. Hey, we only got a couple minutes left, so I want to make sure we talk about the blood supply real quick. How how are you guys doing? It's it's doing well. We've had we got blood drives. As I said this week is the media for Red Cross blood drives, and each one so far we were. In, Jackson County, Hancock County, and today over in Pass Christiane, each one of them have exceeded the goals that were set for them. Uh, people are responding, and I think the fact that they know now that they can get those uh, t- tests for COVID-19 antibodies is helping. But the blood supply is, you know, it's a challenge because uh, not only are people still hesitant to give blood uh, in some places, or the blood drives can't be held in a lot of places because they're closed. But also the demand is increasing because hospitals are going back now to doing more surgeries. For a while there, they could only do life and death uh, surgeries. Now they can't. So the demand is going up. The supply is holding steady. But you, you know blood, you can only, within about five days, whatever we collect is going to be used. So there's constantly a need for it. 
So less than a minute left. I just want to make sure you're still doing it by appointment. People can go to the website yeah. and yeah. and tell real quick tell that. Redcrossblood.org. Redcrossblood.org. Put your zip code in and it'll show you which drives are available near you. And you go right on there and make an appointment. And uh, once you come, then we, we observe all the COVID procedures. It's prefer you bring your own mask. If not, we'll give you one and, and check your temperature and take good care of you. And test for the COVID-19 antibodies, which is a really, really good incentive to give blood. So anyway, John, thank you for your leadership, and we'll look forward to touching base with you again in a few weeks. You got it. Thanks, Ricky. Good to see you. Good luck this hurricane season. Yeah, everybody. (laughs) This has been John McFarland from the Red Cross, and uh, have a great day. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.